Well, welcome to the Sherwood Oaks podcast. My name is Sean, and each week this summer, we are bringing you interviews with people about what it means to put our faith into action. As a church, we value telling life-changing faith stories because we believe that they inspire us to live out our own faith in everyday life. Uh, and so this is our sixth episode, and this week I am excited to sit down with Daniel and Aaron Moore. Welcome to the podcast, guys. Thank you. Thanks, thanks for inviting <laughs> us. Uh, yeah. yeah. How are you feeling about being on this? A little, little nervous? A little you, nervous. Yeah. Just a little bit. But good, yeah. 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 Well, <laughs> you know, I see this as kind of a part of putting your faith into action. That's so, right, yep, for we sure. Will, we will step in and we will, we will do this. So right. why don't you all just start uh, by sharing a little bit with us about uh, who you are. So just briefly, I'm Erin, this is my husband, Daniel, um, and we, um, let's see, we've been in Bloomington since about 2000, uh, well, about 1999, yeah. so a little while. We came, oh, okay. both came yeah. for school, we met our freshman year of college, mm -hmm. okay. um, and then um, got married a few years later, so we've been married about 20. over 20 years, um, and so came here for school, I went to graduate school, and just ended up staying okay. after college, after school, after our studies. So we have um, three children, and um, Daniel works over at Root Advisors, Root. and um, Root, I was Root working works, Root Works. Root works. Yeah. Okay, I was working yeah. full time in <laughs> ministry, um, but then uh, to be home with my children, it was a mm. a lot of. Uh, hours. So to be home with my yeah. children, I left, and now yeah. I work uh, doing personal training at a gym okay. around the kids' schedule. So okay. that's in short. Yeah. yeah. And Aaron, where did you grow up? Um, in northern Indiana, so okay. like in the Chicagoland area. We're okay. both from the Chicagoland okay. area. All right. Region yeah. rents. What is it? Region rents. That's what we got. Yeah, okay. the region. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, so tell us a little bit about your faith journey. Mm -hmm. uh, everything from like what led you to start following Jesus. You know, did you grow up in the church? Uh, did you come to faith later? Who were maybe some some spiritual influencers in in your life? Just share a little bit about that for us. Um, so I was raised in the Lutheran Church, um, but very my family was very faithful to the Lutheran Church. Mm -hmm. So you know, every Sunday, and I grew up learning about the gospel. So I knew that Jesus had died on the cross for my sins. Um, I went to Bible camps every summer, but growing up never really had a personal relationship with Christ mm -hmm. um, outside of church, if you will. Um, and so I came to faith in college. So I have a very clear before and after. Okay. So I came to faith um, during my college years, actually right after undergraduate school okay um, a friend of mine invited me to church at the time it was lighthouse community church okay. um so i think where the old sherwood oaks used to yeah, be yeah. on winslow right, right. Mm -hmm. uh, but we were over on second before buying that building anyway yeah. so yeah she brought me to church and then the rest is history so i okay. gave my life to christ at lighthouse community church mm. and then yeah, in my early So, so early that's 20s. when your faith went from being like just a head knowledge yep. and this is what I do on Sundays to right. like, no, Jesus is now Lord yes. of my life, not just my Savior. He's, yes. he's really the leader. Yes, when I really began to understand my faith and a personal relationship with Christ and mm -hmm. what it meant to follow Christ and what his word was saying to me, yes, it became yeah. very real in my life and um, I became convicted about all the things and yeah. I definitely have a before and after experience. So, and Dan, I mean, he can explain his own story, but we right. got baptized on the same exact Sunday. So okay. we were like, spiritual twins. Yeah, exactly. She's old, she's old. Wait, wait, yeah. I don't know, I, I don't remember. remember. But um, <laughs> anyway. so, yeah. um, so, so similar to her, well, unsimilar in our childhood, um, I did not grow up at church at all. Okay. So um, 
from from the upper part of the state, uh, the region, East Chicago is where I'm from. And uh, I didn't even, I had influences, like I had a grand, grandparents who were into the, in, they were in the Baptist church. But, um, you know, I would go to vacation Bible school sometime in the summer with my grandma, um, you know, when I was in elementary school. But fast forward to college mm-hmm. um, from there, um, high school really didn't, wasn't active at all. Got to college and um, there was some there was some loose morality that I knew about that mm. I know I should and should do some things. Yeah, that I was exposed to. Of course, college, you know, you just everything's there. So, yeah. Um, but I, you know, I, I started to wrestle with those questions in college. Yeah. Why shouldn't I? Why Why does this feel like this? Why is it? You know, and um, there was a Bible study on campus that I started to go to. And it was these guys that I would play you know, basketball with, you know, and they would just invite me. So yeah. I started to get, like my wife said, convicted at that time. And then one thing led to another. I asked the guy one time, should I get baptized if I believe? He's like, yeah, you should. And I'm <laughs> like, oh, because I, I didn't want I wanted him to say, no, you don't have to. But he's uh-huh. like, no, it, you got to make it. It's a public display of faith. Yeah. That's what he was yeah. saying. So I ended up coming and, you know, we both went to that Sunday church, okay. church together. And then mm-hmm. I would just... We didn't talk about it before. We just kind of really? like, yeah, it was just like oh. an altar call, and it was like, I need to get up. And wow. so she came up, and then we just did it. You know? Okay. It was, and you guys were dating at that yes. point? We were, okay. yes. yes. Okay, so yeah. it wasn't like you met in the waters. And you're no. Like, no. <laughs> no, 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 okay. That's a cool story. Right, right. like that, yeah. <laughs> like, hey, yeah. you look kind of good. <laughs> right. Yeah. So what I love about both of your stories is that they involve friends who just, like, Mm-hmm. helped you yeah. along the way yep. mm-hmm. yeah it wasn't like this big evangelistic presentation or moment it right. was just along the way right. yeah. type evangelism yep. yeah. yes yeah Absolutely. i love that so you all have been married for a little over 20 years you Correct. said yes mm-hmm. yeah okay and someone someone asked me recently um sean how do you know how do you know when the person that you're dating is the one and and i you know i always encourage people with some some advice um that i've received but how did you all know um, that you wanted to spend the rest of your lives together? Or are you still trying to figure that out? No. Um, I mean, yeah. I think it's such a hard question to answer because yeah. I don't think you like, it's like you don't know, you don't know what, when you say like I do, what's in store for the rest of your journey. Like, yeah. It's like, it's like, had you known on that day, I mean, you know, you just yeah. don't know. And I think just seeking Christ because he will not lead you in the wrong direction. Right. You know, yeah. if you're not sure, just, the Lord will show you. I, that's what I believe. The Lord will show you. Like, no one can really answer that for you. Yeah. And honestly, I don't think there is a good answer. Like, I don't know. Like, I, honestly, I praise God that it's worked out. But, I don't. you know, I don't know if there's really like a, you know. Right. right. I mean, and I And I think knew, that the question yeah, just, also presumes that there is that one. One. Like, yeah. oh, and yeah, if you true. miss that, yeah. right. then you miss. But, uh, true. But, but it's, yeah, knowing like, oh, we're compatible. Yeah. And we're yes. gonna, we, we are going to have our differences, but yep. we're going to be able to, we have enough togetherness that we're going to be able to work through those, right. those mm-hmm. differences. Yeah. 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 I think with, with him, I know I just saw a humbleness and like a loyalty so early on those were things that attract like he wasn't out to be cool or the cool kid he was just very humble very um kind of not naive but just just a good good guy honestly my dad always taught me you know character character someone's integrity is the most important um and so i saw those things and i was like Mm. okay you know so it was you had you had some values in your mind of what you would be looking for in that that life partner yes Yes. so for me uh always looking back 
can say 2020 is always um, hindsight, always 2020. <laughs> right. But I learned early on, and I was around some men. Let me back up. Mm-hmm. I had men mentors at that time in my life when mm-hmm. I was a baby saint, and they were all married. And I would ask questions about, man, what is, you know, how do because, you know, right right away we were getting serious, you know, and mm-hmm. I, I wanted to get get to the point where I could, could ask the question and hop, but, you know, I felt like, can I do it? And they would yeah. encourage me. Uh, to be you, a man needs to be in the right position to lead. Yeah. And so once yeah. you're in the right position to lead, he will confirm what choices you make, especially this one yeah. in your life. When, when you feel as though you're being tugged that way towards a woman, and you're in a position to serve and lead, he will he will confirm. That's what he did with me. Yeah. So that's that's really why. So it's it it, it is less about the other person being the one, mm-hmm. but you being the one for mm-hmm. the other person. Yeah, like yep. you being ready to, yep. to 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 step into that yep. relationship as as well. Yep. Yeah, uh, guys, that's great. So uh, marriage, especially twenty plus years of marriage, I'm sure you have your share of great times, lots of laughter, uh, but I'm sure there's also been some painful times. Uh, yep. some challenging times as as well uh how has your faith guided you through some of those challenging moments in marriage i would say that the number one i think i'm always going to go back to this is putting christ first Mm. because without that focus Mm. there is no other answer to the question Mm. and people want to hear like a magic word or cure and there is just not if you are not fully leaned in to Christ and the word and what his will is for your life is not going to work. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just, there's no other, um, there's no other answer and you cannot look to your partner to solve. You can't, I mean, you, you can on this earth, our partner is here for us in those, um, practical ways, yeah. but you cannot lean on your partner for those, for the needs that Christ is supposed to meet in your in your soul okay. and heart. Yeah. So that's a great point. You know, you have to. So as an individual, you have to really lean into the Word, lean into Christ, and He will, He'll He'll have to He'll show you. And the same yeah. for the other partner, because if yeah. you have one or the other that's not leaning in in that direction, mm-hmm. there there will probably be problems. Yeah. Um, so, but if you have two people that are willing to really just check themselves and dig in. Uh, to the word and seeking God's will, things will come to a resolution. Um, You know, some practical things are finding other couples in the church that are more seasoned, that have been married for a long time, getting with some other people with similar similar values that can really walk alongside you and be like, hey, we've been there. Mm -hmm. Um, Just having fleshly people that can yeah. walk yeah. you through that. Yeah, so. I know. Uh, Amber and I were a part of a life group yep. um, a while back, and they were all couples that were older than mm-hmm. we are by yep. quite a bit. Right. And it was so nice to have that wisdom to yep. lean into uh, and and to see how they navigated through, through some of those challenges mm-hmm. gave us hope as we navigated through some yep. of our own, yep. Yep. honestly. Yeah. 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 Yep. Um, uh, piggybacking off what my wife said, um, just just you know, to know that you have that, the biblical backing. So a three-strand three, three strand core is not easily broken, the Bible mm-hmm. talks about. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, now, like she's, like, like she's saying, I, I always understood God's always used her in my walk with him. Like he's mm-hmm. used her as a conduit for me. I know that mm-hmm. s- some guys, I'm just, this is my personal testimony. Like so he's always spoken to me through 
the shade of my marriage, like yeah. the seasons we've been through. Yeah. So um, I've always been able to understand him more in the word based upon, you know, this journey. Um, yeah. So my sanctification, marriage is always uh, that type of thing. It's, it's one of the reasons why marriage is a gift of yeah. God yeah. and, yeah. and yeah. making us holy. Right, yeah. right. So Absolutely. that that that's that's for me. And then my, my call as a husband is, Paul said, is a secret, but... He said it's a great mystery. He said, yeah. uh, "I'm actually talking about Christ in the church. Yeah. So the the husband and the wife is a is a mirror on earth of what Christ is to his bride, the mm-hmm. church. And when I got that, I'm like, okay, yeah. you know. And, and then it's a, you get the the weight of the responsibility mm-hmm. that you that you bear mm-hmm. to lead. Yeah, um, that's right. Yeah, you, you look at that Ephesians five passage. Yeah. Um, oftentimes, what gets the the highlight and the in the headlines yeah. is wives submit to your husbands." Right. As the church submits to Christ, right? right? Mm-hmm. But really, when you look at it, it's also in husbands lead your wives, mm-hmm. love your wives, like mm-hmm. Christ loved the church. Yeah. Well, how did Christ love the church? Sacrificially, yep. yep, willing to lay himself down yep. for it. Yep. And uh, and so, yeah, that is the responsibility that we have as as husbands. Yep, yeah, absolutely. Yep. Uh, and that gets you through some of those challenging times yep. when yep. when you're kind of mutually submitting to one another in yep. love. Yep. Uh, and uh, living out your faith, not looking, mm-hmm. Aaron, you said it really well, not looking to the other person mm-hmm. to give you what only Christ can yep. give you. And yep. I think that when you have a deficiency in your heart and in your soul that you're looking to your spouse to fill, mm-hmm. um, then that you're always going to see them as inadequate right. or not enough. Yes, absolutely. So another challenge uh, that, that comes along uh, oftentimes is kids, yeah. you know, kids. <laughs> and, and same with yeah. a lot of joy, Imagine too. That. You know, they, they add joy to our family, <laughs> right, but they right. also had some challenges yeah, for sure. um how you know you, how old are your kids um at, at home we have 15 and 17 yeah. okay yeah. so okay. Slow, great sophomore, times yeah. we're actually sophomore senior now sophomore yeah. and senior yeah. so you all are in the thick of yeah, it for yeah. sure. right Absolutely. now uh, how are you helping your teenagers navigate the waters of yeah. our culture uh while also encouraging them to follow Jesus mm-hmm. and to like find their own faith. I know wow. it's it's a lot, and we're learning you know every day. Yeah. Each child's different, as yep. everyone probably knows. Each child you have to kind of teach and deal with differently. But with our kids, we've tried to really just first and foremost lead by example. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. because if you're doing and saying one thing outside, you know, in the home and then first yeah. outside, it just that's not going to work. We've just so always if it's tried incongruent. To, they're exactly. going to be like, Who, yeah. Does yeah. does this faith even matter? Exactly. Right. We our right. our we've always. I mean, our relationship with Christ is it's real and is real at home wherever mm-hmm. we go. So it, that comes into play with what we watch on television, what we listen to, all those little things. And yeah. the kids are watching. Yeah. And so we've seen the fruit of that where our kids, you know, to their teens, perfect. but right. yeah, but making wise decisions or mm-hmm. understanding, teaching them what the discernment of the Lord is Mm -hmm. so they can see things in a spiritual light and not just for the way they are. So they understand if there's someone at school that's doing this, this, and this, well, that person may be hurting, like helping them to understand spiritual versus natural. And again, just living it as an example, honestly, is half the battle, I think, because when they see, well, mom and dad, like this is not a joke, um, they can have trust in their Lord that he is who he says he is, yep. you know, yeah. I do think incongruencies can lead to 
problems. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. honestly, just trusting God with your kids because there's some days where I'm like, well, Lord, they're yours, you know, mm-hmm. and I can't, as much <laughs> yeah. as we try, you yeah. can't control everything mm-hmm. in their world. Um, and it is hard because mm-hmm. times are hard yeah. for our kids. Um, yeah. We do the best we can as parents, like I said, you know, mon- yeah. mod- with tele, you know, things we can't control. We do right. not, we don't play around with that. Right. Um, but there are things you can't control. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. But, yeah. Yeah. Do you have anything you want to add? No, to that just or? just everything she said. Uh, we just have open conversations, yeah, age appropriate conversations, and with examples them. from my own life. Yeah. Now we grew up in a different age. Well, we tried to explain. There was no Google. There was no. They'd be like, "Oh, <laughs> I know. Yeah. What are you talking what? about?" <laughs> you know, we we had beepers and quarters. You put in phones. Like, well, yeah. what is that? No, but you know, we just we just try to you know um, meet them where they are. Yeah. And then uh, you said on actually, I think you you interviewing somebody else. More is caught than taught. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know as a, as a level, it's gonna. I'm not gonna see visually on their faces that they're they're listening, but I know they're catching it. Yeah, while, what we're doing. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So. And I found that even in like living out the gospel in front of mm-hmm. in front of my kids, can sometimes also mean going to them and, and asking for their forgiveness. Yep. Mm-hmm. And yep. and saying, hey, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I that's not who I want to be. That's not yep. the dad that I want to be. Can yep. you forgive me? Yep. And I've had uh, to do that. Yeah. And and showing them that what it looks like mm-hmm. to give grace, but also then hopefully what yeah. it means to receive yeah. grace. Right. right. Yeah. Yep. Right. Uh, yeah. So one of the things that we're navigating right now, and so this this one might just be for me, <laughs> but having older kids, teenagers, right. uh, when did you let your kid get a phone uh, for that that <laughs> first time? And and what thinking or, or faith went into that decision? You know, our girls are ten and eleven, yeah. and according to them. Everyone right, everyone's has a phone, Dad. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, we've heard, uh, so heard it all. What, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. How did how did you all navigate those I those mean, waters? So again, every child is different. Right. So for our daughter, it was different than our son. But again, we're we hold pretty firm lines on yeah. certain things, and yeah. that is one of them. Mm-hmm. So, but same thing, like when they were 10 and 11, every, every apparently everyone in the universe, <laughs> everyone, like even everyone. like five-year-olds, I don't yes, know, every, right. apparently everyone. Walking around with brand new iPhones. Right. Yeah, uh-huh, so uh-huh. we were able, with our daughter, she got her phone when she was 13, her first phone when she was 13, mm-hmm. um, and our son, was he was 14. Okay. But we handed them the phones with, we removed um, the internet on it. Mm-hmm. We removed, there's, the phone is almost like there's no point in having a phone. Uh-huh. So it's all like they can just do, a phone. Yeah. yeah. All yeah. they can they can make phone calls out. They can text, but we even limited their text to only contacts mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. we knew. I mean, mm-hmm. we literally stripped their phone. Yeah. Before we gave it to them. Before we gave yeah. it to them, yeah. and it was just uh, we were just up front. So before you don't hand a phone and then be like, oh, by the way, no. It it's just, easier to give yes, than to take. It was back. very clear uh-huh. lines ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Like they already knew where we stood on everything. Exactly. Because we have these conversations as they're growing up, so mm-hmm. it was not a surprise. Yeah. We have very firm boundaries. They don't run our house. Yeah. We do. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. What, you know, and so we have very firm boundaries and lines with certain things. Um, yeah, social media. All, yeah, certain yeah, all things. So they already had that understanding. And so when they got the phone, they were happy. They weren't like, oh, it doesn't have this and this. Yeah. yeah. As they've gotten older, we've added um, some, things. some things, like yeah. allowed some new contacts to come in on their phones. Mm-hmm. Uh, we haven't added – internet will probably never be on there. I still right. think that's wise For um, right yeah. to have yeah. unfettered access to the internet yeah. for any teenager. Yeah. Right. So yeah. – but yeah. yeah, we've have, but yeah, thirteen and fourteen. I mean, if we would, we could have waited longer. I, to me, yeah, forever. But mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> but we did. But we took all the things off of it. Yeah. So, and I think a lot of parents aren't aware of all the things you can do 
to um, skate around. To, yeah, that, but and to guard your mm -hmm. phone. Like we mm -hmm. have friends that ha don't have any limits on their phones. Like, no, no, you have to yeah. go in and do those things because even though your child's not looking for it, it mm -hmm. will find it you. Find them. Yeah, it will find it's you. pretty easy. Yep. Yep. So. So what are some ways um, that you all serve together as a couple? I know that this is uh, pretty integral into your life. Right. So yeah, what are some ways that you all serve together as a couple? Well, um, currently. Yeah, the currently. The, well, we, we have the marriage. The marriage 911 is what it's called at Sherwood yeah. Oaks. Marriage 911? Yep. Yes. Mm -hmm. yep. um, so this is a ministry by focus on the family. It's a book I have it right here um, mm -hmm. by Joe and Michelle Williams. It's about their journey through a lot of struggles in their own marriage, um, and they recorded in detail in different chapters 12 weeks so it's it's basically my wife and I meet with a couple mm -hmm. um, and for 12 weeks I meet with the husband she meets with the wife mm -hmm. and we go through these steps or chapters in this book and workbook that mm -hmm. actually walks them through uh, different things um, like it's developing really, yeah. boundaries handling conflict mm -hmm. learning communication relearning communication yeah. things yeah. like that yeah um, and uh, that's you know basically it's designed to pull them back from the cliff okay um, and then we point them to counseling. Okay. So it is not, we're not counselors, no, we're not but, but you're there to almost like triage. Yes. To, yeah, yes. Right. Wrap right up the scene. bandage and then send one. them to where it is. Yeah. Yep. Right. Yep. Yeah. yeah. They need to get professional counseling in addition. Yep. Yeah. 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 But again, it's just a matter of having a couple. I think a lot of couples are afraid to come forward, yeah. especially in the church because mm. of how they may be seen mm. at church, in church mm -hmm. or in the community. And, right. um, we just don't want that to be a stigma. Yeah. Because you have, if you're having trouble, the, you have to reach out. Yeah. You, you know, sometimes so you good. just have to reach out. Because that's we we want to come into church and think yeah. everyone around us has it together, and so right. I need to feel like I've got Absolutely. it all together, pretend right. like I do, when yep. they're probably faking, yep. <laughs> and Absolutely. which is going to cause you to fake. Yep. Exactly. But really, I think where the Holy mm -hmm. Spirit can do the most good in our lives is when we're just real and yeah. honest, yes. and then yep. He can come in and bring that yep. kind of healing. Yep. Absolutely. So we have just a, a couple of minutes yep. left. Why is it important um, to put our faith into to action by serving? And then, especially for you all, what joys have you found in serving together as a couple? Well, I think just our testimony and our years together, it, you bond in that, and that what you've been through or the things you've gone through, the experiences you have, um, maybe it, it all hasn't been in vain. You can mm -hmm. use yeah. what you've what you've learned and your yeah. experiences and you can really help other people. Yeah. I don't think there's anything more powerful than that. And looking someone in the eyes and saying, guess what? Like we've been there, we've done that. There is hope. Yeah. And just giving people, yeah. you know, we've met with couples before where like they sat there on the first meeting, first meeting we always meet together, then we split, mm -hmm. uh, but like with no hope, like mm -hmm. they're like, you know what? We're, we already have our papers in the courtroom and mm -hmm. this, but just yeah. looking at them and saying, oh no, no, no. like." Yeah with God, with Christ, anything is possible. Yes. I mean, yeah. for sure. And yeah. just seeing that glimmer of hope, they're like, okay, I don't, but we'll give it 12 weeks. And it's just incredible to wow. see like the transformation. That's really cool. This is a meaty, is really um, cool. a very meaty curriculum. Yeah. It doesn't tread lightly. It's yeah. good stuff. And yeah. so just Which watching is what them, people need. You yeah. know, you don't need fluff no, when you're people in that need position. Yeah. Realness and, yeah. you know, and to know that they, yeah, they can be vulnerable and yeah. they're not going to be judged for that. Yeah. And there's other people that have their backs, you know, yeah. that we're not going to be like, oh, you know, right. yeah. no. Like, You'll be able to share, oh, yeah. Let me tell you about the time exactly. that we were in that yeah. place or went yeah. through exactly. something similar. Yeah. And yeah. and like you said, it's very, it becomes very redeeming mm -hmm. um, and, and healing. It yeah. does. Practical. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I know we don't have much time, but the, the yeah. ver my life, one of my life verses since I've grown in my marriage and we started this, 
I believe the Lord gave me this in my spirit. Luke twenty two thirty one said is the one Jesus came to Peter and he said, Satan has desired to sift you as wheat or to mm. have you, but I pray for you that when you after you're converted, yeah. you will turn around and strengthen your brothers. Yeah. So he actually was already foretelling Peter, listen, I know you're gonna stumble. because yeah. cause the enemy wants you, but you won't go away. I have you, I pray for you. Yeah. But after that, I want you to turn around and I want you to help others. Man, that's that's kind of what drives us yeah. that way. And that's what you all get to do yeah. is yeah. you're taking what you've learned, you're turning yeah. around and, yeah. and helping others. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So as we close, what advice would you give to maybe the married couple right now that is either struggling yeah. um, in the midst of that challenge or raising kids and they feel like they're drowning? <laughs> what what yeah. would you share with them? Of course, seek Christ. Yeah. Let's, mm. That's the obvious number one because right. you can't do it without him. Right. But some more, I guess, practical, if you will, um, reach out. So yeah. you have to reach out and mm-hmm. get others in your corner that that can support you and yeah. hold you up yeah. during, especially with marriage um, issues that can support. hold you up during that time and help have an unbiased, um, I don't want to say opinion, but just they could just be there to support yeah. you. Yeah, support group, yeah. um, support just system. Of that course, professional counseling. Third party that can Yes, listen. even yep. professional counseling is obviously would be number one, but mm-hmm. even just other people in the church that can just hold you up. Mm-hmm. But reaching out. Like yeah. You can't stay at home and just try to work through things on yeah. your own. So reach out. If everything else you've tried doesn't work, you can just reach out. Like, we're here. The church is here, yeah. you know. And um, also getting around other families that have similar values. So life groups yes. have been a godsend for us. I mean, we have a life group we've been plugged in with. And then Daniel's got a couple of men's groups here yeah. that he meets with. And same for me. I have a ladies group that I meet with tomorrow night. Anyway from the church so you yeah. create those close bonds mm-hmm. with the members of the church that you can share these things with share accountability is very important yep. yeah. but yeah but bring it to light for sure yep so. absolutely well Aaron and Daniel thank yeah. you so much for joining us thank today you. Thank you. Uh, yeah. I could I could have sat here and talked with you for the rest of the day yeah. just a lot of a lot of wisdom and insight there and and thank you listener uh, if you found this episode helpful uh, be sure to share it with a friend and hit that follow button so that you don't miss out on any upcoming interviews and if you are struggling and you need help reach out to the church uh, let us come alongside so you do not walk alone We have people like Daniel and Aaron that would love to come alongside and give you that shot of hope that maybe you need. Uh, I hope that what they said today uh, encouraged you to go out and live your own faith story that not only changes your life, uh, but helps you to be a spiritual influence in the lives of those around you as well.